Baylor's best returning men's basketball player is no longer a returning men's basketball player. You are Locked On Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Baylor. I'm Drake Toll. He's just doubling up there. You can see it twice. That's Brandon McKinnon from Our Daily Bears. I'm from Sports Illustrated's Inside the Bears. Um, Brandon LJ Cryer was the... Okay, okay. Go ahead. Go off. I know. Go off. Go off. First, thank you, everyone, for making this your first listen every single day. Thank you. thought you were going to snub the listeners. You just regretted to jump right in. You got to thank the people. Second and second most... Brandon McKinnon. Oh, let's start the show that way. You want to say go. it? You, you get to say it, not me. I'm going to be a dad. He's having a kid. Brandon had sex. Whoa. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Brandon's having a kid, everybody. Allegedly. Um, so that's how we're opening our day today. Everybody drop congratulations, Brandon, in the chat. Like and long, subscribe. Long time away, November. November. But Yeah, so you're, based, you're not a dad yet, but you're close to being a dad. You will be a father soon. Potentially. Allegedly. He'll send out the registry. Do you do registries for baby stuff? Probably. Amazon has to have a section for that. You'll figure it out. Um, Let's also, in the same vein, start a registry for LJ Cryer's goodbye gifts. Yes. Um, I I was trying to scroll Twitter. I saw it yesterday. I don't remember who said it. Whoever did say it, this is me giving your credit as a Big J journalist, that somebody had the bar of LJ Buyer. Ah. And I was was in. But yeah, we can give him a parting gift. All right. Let's be, let's be chill. Let's be, let me chill with this. I, this is a year in the making to me. Oh, I, to everyone. I, I tweeted out, like, this is not a surprise. There are some people who are like, this floored me. And if it did, that's, that's fine. I mean, I guess mm. it was just kind of hush hush, but he never really seemed that happy in the last like two years. I thought well, he was going to yeah. leave for Miami or somewhere else last off season. This, and you and I had talked about this off the air. This didn't come as any shock to you, I know. No, I mean, and I don't know if he was ever explicitly unhappy. He's He never, even on the national championship team, and I know he was a very limited role player, but even last year when he really stepped into the fold, he never was this boisterous, you know, emotion-filled guy on the court. And his high school tape was like that too. Like if you watch his high school tape, he would just drop 40 on your head, not Chill, crack dude. a smile and leave. So I don't know that he was ever unhappy explicitly, but I think it, there was there had been rumors swirling after last year that NIL was a factor. I had since been told NIL was not a main contributor to him right. leaving. Um, it was more of a fit search, which I respect. Um, I think you'd heard something similar. And But at the same time, last year, if we're playing that game, I did hear a rumor that had Nigel Pack not gone to Miami, there was potential that LJ would. Again, that was not confirmed. I'm not saying that yeah. was going to happen or saying he's going to Miami or any of the sort. But there was so much kind of where there's smoke, there's fire. And so there was smoke last offseason. I think we all kind of saw this coming. That was a definitely a popular rumor that he was going to be in Miami. And I expected him to enter the portal, especially after the way the injury stuff went. And it just mm-hmm. felt like there was mutual, which I've heard from sources that, that this was mutual, that the coaching staff wasn't necessarily begging him to change his mind. That both had decided, okay, you know, there comes a day and a time for a player where, mm-hmm. all right, it's, it's mutually beneficial for, for the player to move on. Yeah. Um, and, and I think you can speak better on that because you and I, disagreed a little bit and I'll, I'll let me give credit to lj too 
he did not get to make this announcement on his own, and he really, really wanted to. He did he, not want it to happen this way. Yeah, he did not. He had only told the coaching staff, "I am not the outlet that broke this news. I am not upset with the outlet that broke this news because had someone come to me and said LJ Cryer's entering the transfer portal." As a news source, as a media source, it is your job to report that. That is the news. It's what you do. I am instead upset with whichever coach on staff leaked to the media that he was like he had told the coaches that in confidentiality and then wanted to give a post, a long-winded thank you to Baylor Nation. Like he told this to me. He sent this to me and said, I wish that this had gone the way that I could have done it. I, I that I could have been in control of my own transfer portal announcement. Yeah, and I'm glad you're starting there because you spoke with LJ yesterday. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. Within the last 48 hours. Yeah. And so I think it's in the Twitter world that we live in and the beast that is college basketball recruiting through the transfer portal, because it is the wild West right now. Well, while there's still zero NIL regulation, I want, I didn't mean to interrupt because I'm now doing a disservice Mm -hmm. to what I was, I'm about to say I wanted you to do, but I wanted you to air out. You spoke with LJ, not disclosing private conversation, but like this was not the intended way for this to come out. No, 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 no. He wanted to address Baylor Nation himself. So, mm-hmm. again, I'm not upset with the outlet, and this is anybody's job to do, but he wanted this to be on his own terms and was not afforded that opportunity because of a coach in the in in on staff that leaked this information. So, number one, there, there's that. Had mm-hmm. he done it his way, he would have given a, a heartfelt goodbye to Baylor, so he's not upset with Baylor Nation or Baylor family. The other side of that, too, and you already mentioned this, he told me explicitly this is not NIL-related. He does not care about money. He cares about fit, and that's what he's looking for moving forward is that Purdue, who recruited him early, is that Houston, where he's from, is that Miami, who we've heard rumors he's talked to. I don't know, and he said he doesn't know yet. He is shopping everywhere, looking everywhere. As as he should. Did you see that tweet from – I don't know what college – I think it was like college basketball – is it Bleacher Report college basketball? It was one of like – well, I mean, you never know if it's real now with the blue check mark saga, but it said list ball of sack sports. Inter- yeah, it was ball sack. It said list of teams interested in LJ Cryer, every D1 logo, including Baylor University. And I was like, this is good, as it should be. I mean, he's one of, if not the best shooter in the country. Yeah. So, Brandon, here's where you and I got into a conversation mm-hmm. off the air where the argument brewed, and we I waited to have it so we could have it right now. Yeah. I, also, this glare through my window is about to be horrific for anyone. It's very, it's YouTube, like it's so. like like Jesus. It's the it's the. It is Holy Week, right? It is. Congratulations to everyone, um, Brandon. <laughs> Sorry, yes, we had a, a bit of a disagreement here on LJ Cryer's usage at Baylor. To me, mm-hmm. he did not get enough shots. He should have been more of a staple of the offense. He should be a almost a Caitlin Clark. Get him the ball. Let him shoot ten threes a game a good portion of them are going to go in. He's shooting 41%. Mm-hmm. I wanted more usage out of out of LJ Cryer. He, mm-hmm. to me, could have been that guy. And speculating here, he didn't tell me this, I think he's going somewhere to be that guy, to be the offensive spark plug for a team that needs that. Baylor's just been so... Evan Bear tweeted it. He came to Baylor at the worst time to be an unbelievable player at Baylor. I'm like about to have to disaffiliate with this pod if we're saying Evan Bear tweeted... Dot, uh, dot, dot, dot. I, mean, I love him. He's an R. Daily Bears guy, but that I, I cannot believe that's where that tale started from. quoting him all the time now. Apparently, this guy's yeah. based. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, that's I am of I'm of that agreement. I, I think LJ Cryer, had he been at an Oklahoma State the last couple of years, is a star in the Big 12. He doesn't get mm-hmm. as much recognition as he probably would somewhere else because Baylor's been so guard heavy and mm-hmm. so good literally since he got here. 
Yeah, I mean the Purdue thing is very real. So he like he was mulling it over, and when Jaden Ivy went to Purdue, LJ like did not go there. Yeah. <laughs> so which makes sense. Jaden Ivy, in case you haven't heard of him, although the Pistons are terrible, pretty good he's, at basketball. He's a rotation and everyday player for the Pistons. Um, look, man, the the main reason I disagree with this is because. Do I think we could have found LJ Brandon, five more shots? Be very clear with everyone what you disagree with, because I like this argument. Yes, I disagree with essentially using LJ like Caitlin Clark, Steph Curry. I disagree with that because I I think that, and maybe I'm maybe I'm therefore jaded. you are. Yeah, yeah. I, I, maybe I'm jaded because of the type of basketball I enjoy watching. It's not, do I think Caitlin Clark is amazing? Yes. Do I think Steph Curry is amazing? Yes. Do I think LJ Carr is amazing? Yes. But the type of basketball I enjoy watching, which is potentially contorting my view, is multiple passes, multiple touches, any like number of three guys can beat you. And that was beautiful on the Baylor National Champion team. It's great on my Boston Celtics. UConn. I, on UConn. I, yeah, I was at the game on Monday. It was awesome. Um, and... I think Scott fell in love with that as well. And unfortunately we didn't have the pieces like, and it came out, we just didn't have the pieces. And so maybe you're right, but I disagree because I don't know that LJ, he was a great finisher around the rim when he was, when he was able to use the backboard and finish over bigger guys. He was a great mid range shooter. He was a great three point shooter. True. So you would say, Oh, he's a great three level scorer. I disagree because I do think his size is a limiting factor to where you can't have him be the sole catalyst of your offense taking 20 shots a game. LJ Cryer transferring is blank. Expected. Would you say neutral? Is this positive? Is this negative? Is this neutral? Where are you? <sighs> Dude, so I was I was You haven't gonna... even said the defense word, by the way. Yeah, well, I mean I I, I am on record calling LJ Cryer a cone on defense <laughs> so so and that's not it's not an indictment on lj i think i think there it's were not an indictment on lj my ass <laughs> as a person as a person i do i think that the scheme had issues because all the coaches did if anyone went to the games this is how the coaches call defensive plays yeah that was their one defense which was switch everything they would just move their hands i don't think that lj was a switch everything guard i think he's looking for a better fit which is exactly what he told you I think it's a positive, and I have a take that I've been squatting on, and I've been ready to go on a tangent about. All right, and I know we're at the ad break time typically, so we I'll... are well past the ad break because today's is about Fanduel. You can no longer bet on March Madness; it's over, done. Thanks to you to UConn, I won like five hundred and seventy-four dollars because UConn won. It was huge. I had a future, I had a bunch of other stuff. I have. There was a time where I love Fanduel. By the way, it's given me a lot of money. There was a time where I had a couple drinks. Dr. Pepper, obviously, dry campus. And after I have a couple of Dr. Peppers, I am prone to sports betting. Not a great habit, I know. But I won money thanks to FanDuel and UConn. I bet that UConn would win in the Final Four and that San Diego State would win in the Final Four and that UConn would beat San Diego State in the National Championship. It was like plus 170 when I bet this a week ago before the Final Four. Thanks to FanDuel for giving that option. Right now, you can go there. You can do that stuff. With the NBA and the XFL and everything, it's a no-sweat first bet, $1,000. Throw $1,000 on somebody you love. 
on the NBA team that you love, on the Dallas Mavericks, who suck now, their cheeks. Uh, you can build parlays. You can do spreads and money lines and totals and player points and rebounds and assists. And there's exclusive bets like two three-pointers scored in the first three minutes. FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a chance of bigger payouts. Ah, that's parlays. No sweat first bet up to $1,000. FanDuel.com forward slash locked on. FanDuel.com forward slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It is the official sports betting partner of the NBA and of me. And of locked on. And of locked on. It is the official sports betting partner of locked on. Yes. All right, Brandon. Take you this. The floor is yours for your LJ Cryer tangent here. It's actually it's LJ Cryer tangent adjacent. Just all the geometric words. Hmm. I am of the opinion because you said LJ Cryer transferring is blank. LJ Cryer cosine tangent adjacent. Yeah. LJ Cryer cosigned out of the portal with your team of choice. I said it was expected, and then you yeah. said, "Well, is it positive, negative, neutral?" I am actually so firm of a believer that getting any player off of the roster that was a part of the national championship roster is a positive. I think that as a fan base, should we expect championships because we won one? Yes. We have great recruiting. We have good coaching. Mm -hmm. I think that it's time for a fresh leaf to be turned over. I think that the national championship hangover two years, two full seasons removed was real. And I think that it is time, and I'm not hoping that John leaves. Adam still isn't said what he's doing. Maybe he comes back. Probably not. Likely going to the NBA. But I think that it will be good for Baylor Nation, good for Scott Drew and the coaches in the building, and good for you, Drake, to have nobody that was a part of the team that cut down the nets in Indy a part of the roster for wow. a fresh perspective, a, you know, a new season of Baylor basketball. Not season on the schedule, but a new, true, like we are entering a new season removed from being able to say we won that for joy scott i'm ready for all those guys to move on for the the good of them and the good of the baylor basketball program wow so you're saying like jordan turner who's already trained he, he yeah he entered the portal okay. he also didn't do an announcement so yeah that was weird too like he entered and it just said like jordan turner is transferring like no one's doing a portal announcement which is whatever yeah uh, Zach Loveday, Jordan Turner, Loveday Jonathan also hasn't transferred yet. But. LJ Cryer and Jonathan Chamochachua. You're saying just give them like broken legged horse on a racetrack treatment. Just take them out to the shed and just that's, that's send not, them off somewhere else that doesn't exist at Baylor, the big I, basketball court in the sky. I'm not saying I don't want them on the team. That's I'm saying God, it sounds like better it's what you're saying. Not on Brandon. Like, <laughs> no, I spent I spent 40 minutes, like I've spent extended time talking to John. Love John. Obviously a Baylor icon, Baylor here. Everyone loves him. Would you him. say you Crowd love favorite. him as a friend or is this? No, I mean, I don't think that he would call me a friend. So it would be foolish and embarrassing for me to then call him a friend. But like, I think like more than. Okay. Yeah. Um, where does this go? No, I, I like if he's on the roster, I'm happy. But I think from a perspective and optics, a growth, a Moving forward and moving on, I'm ready. I'm tired of leaning on, as the Bible says, living on old bread. I'm tired of it. I want to move on. I'm tired of the national championship hangover. And if that means fresh roster, by all means. Where I was going with the Jonathan Chamo Chachua thing and you loving him, uh, one of my favorite posts of all time, James Draws. Mm. What happened? Yes. That kid, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, everywhere. Um, somebody commented on one of his videos at James Draws. Do you like Joe Burrow? And his response was yes. 
as a friend. That's one of my favorite <laughs> comments of all time That's from James Draws. Yes, as a friend. As a friend, uh, nothing. So I'm more. glad to know that you and Flo Thom, or you and Jonathan Chama Chachua, love you. Can't each get other. through a single basketball pod without mentioning Flo Thamba. Mm. Um, yeah, you know Do you what? Disagree I get... with that take? I mean, am I crazy to just okay. want fresh? Right. I guess I haven't really given an opinion to either agree or disagree. Um, here's the deal: Jordan Turner. It's not player by player. I'm saying. Right. Well, but it, but also if it was player by player, you can make this case mm-hmm. because Jordan Turner just didn't exist. Zach Love, they didn't really exist. Um, to any person who watched Baylor men's basketball play uh, the actual real basketball thing. Um, Good the, o- and Global yeah, Jam. the only one that you have is Jonathan Chamwa Chachua. And oh, here is the difference. Here's why I think you can stick with EGA. Because he is, he's to me seems like the leader type, right? LJ's mm-hmm. not going to use a national championship as, hey, I've experienced this. I'm going to stand up in front of the entire locker room and say, boys, this is what it takes. I don't see LJ doing that. Maybe you disagree. We've already I, talked. He's I kind of the, fully, the yeah. stone cold killer type. Then Jordan Turner obviously can't do that because, you know, Jake Youngkin looks over and goes, who's this guy? And then Zach Loveday can't do that because he didn't, you know, neither of these guys can. Because Austin Sachs looks over and says, who's this guy? (laughs) Neither of these guys play on the floor to win Baylor National Championship. Not to say they didn't add value in practice before you get all pissed because you're Zach Loveday's mom. If you're listening, thank you, by the way. And keep listening. Yeah. But Jonathan Chamochachua instead is the guy that I can see standing up in the locker room and, you know, like throwing something down Mm -hmm. and being like, I've been there. I know Mm -hmm. what it takes. And it's defense and then just punching somebody. In a loving way. And I like that. I I think... Then why he, would you walk on senior day if he still has eligibility? Because everyone does that now. Every... Like, sophomores walk on senior day because it makes no sense. Every... Matthew Meyer walked on senior... Everybody walks on senior day and it doesn't matter. It, you just be like, hey, Scott, I want to walk. It's like, oh, all So right. it's just player day. I'm almost... I'm... Brandon, I, I think Jordan Turner has two years of eligibility. It might be three. And he walked on senior day. Dude, everybody can basically play eight years of college basketball. It's not like, normal. The COVID year. I was in high school, and it really impacted me. It's going to be 2027. Like, cool. We're going to be like, ah, we're, kids still got his COVID year. Yeah. His eighth year. Timmy's back. Yeah. No, All right. He's actually gone. <laughs> he's so that, actually... yeah. Drew, Timmy, and uh, what's the, who's Caleb Love to Baylor? Mm. Um, one of my fraternity brothers is really high on that. Did you know? Hey, folks, listen to this. You're going to like this. You and I have probably a little bit more sway than like the general public because of media. When you have media in your in your bio, it helps you. But you tomorrow, all of you, could DM Caleb Love and be like, hey, come to Baylor. His DMs are open. He'll probably respond. Do you know any guys? Cam and I found this out in the, in the weird way, in the offseason for football. I DM'd we- Jalen Bridges last offseason, and I said – day one starter at Baylor after he committed it. I, when I interviewed him, I brought that up and he was like, I read that and I laughed. <laughs> so they read their DMs. Oh, like, 100% respond. Reason. He was like, well, I didn't know if I was coming yet. So <laughs> I was like, okay. we, you as a fan can just DM any player that you like. And if they respond back, like, oh, I would love to go there. Tell someone you don't know that you have this power, but these are just normal college kids. Cam They're D- just kids cam dms this kids. random like north carolina defensive back in the offseason because he just had a hunch and was like yo would you come to baylor the guy was like yeah i'm super interested okay like oh look you have this power at your fingertips 
You didn't it's know you did, speech. but they are literally college kids, and you have no relation to the program. Land I'm giving the you free because of the brave. Giving you permission to do this. And when your DM goes through, it says like they can reject it, and not read it. So this isn't just you pester. I'm not saying like find their address. Just send them a DM. Be like, yo, come to Baylor. If they respond, oh, I would love to, pss, email it to Scott. Scott's yeah. got a public email address that he checks. He emails Ernie Johnson all the time. Or if you're worried about getting a hold of a coach, but Scott Drew's on Cameo. Send him a Cameo request and be like, Scott, this guy wants to come to Baylor. It's worth the 50 bucks to get Scott Make Drew. a list of like the 10 players that said they're interested and then pay the $30 to send Scott that list. Are we page. are we building a recruiting strategy? Is this is this what, what's happening? It Wait, sounds... so where were you going with this? Is one did one of your fraternity brothers DM Caleb Love and he said he wants to come? Because no. that's that's how, oh that'd be awesome. But what I'm saying is you could you too can have a role in this because sometimes I feel like Baylor just doesn't. I know they do. I know they're reaching out to the guys that they want. But John Rothstein, well, who blocked you, posts all these players that transferred and they're interested schools. Yes, Baylor's never on there. But, okay, so I was going to bring this up because Jeff Goodman. Um, not is to that, be confused with Jeff? Joe Goodman, Baylor, Artie the Bears guy, uh, Jeff Goodman, uh, for maybe he's the one that tweeted instead yeah, of John Rothstein. Yeah. So he definitely does. And he's like, recruit from whatever, like random Juco in South Dakota, mm-hmm. 50 schools, never yeah. Baylor. It's not even like the top guys. It's any guy. I don't understand. I, no. I just don't understand. No, it's it's never. Which also, but I assume that Baylor is reaching out. Like I like Baylor is obviously doing this. Like, are they passing the eye test? Yes, no. Like, there's no shot that we're not. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is James Akinjo the only major transfer Baylor's ever gotten? I mean, do you consider like Jalen Bridges a major transfer? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that that one's that one's up there for sure. Because I feel like the so, major transfer thing. Because like. What like everybody that goes into the portal, it's typically like typically it's because it's not a good fit, didn't get minutes, whatever. LJ yeah. is an exception. Guys like Hunter Dickinson is an are an exception. Like, especially now where you can just play right away, like it could just be a change of scenery thing. But historically, it's like, oh, this guy went to like uh Salas for Gonzaga. Like he was a five-star recruit, played five or six minutes a game he's transferring so that's how like the major transfers are dubbed i guess yeah. historically um so yeah i would say kinjo bridges was a four-star guy caleb loner <laughs> was a four-star guy out of high school um oh I mean, well i guess I mean, yeah you can make you the can... argument like davion and jared were, right like, you, what, what i'm saying is like guys that have built some kind of brand in college basketball mm. and are now transferring your team so jalen bridges would apply would... mason yeah okay yes yes Makai's up there. I know too. Like this is this is a sad game for me because I'm like stoked about all these guys and only like the national championship team brought me happiness. Yeah, that's that's an exaggeration. Did tomorrow's show? Did the national championship ruin Baylor athletics? Yeah. Now I have my expectations way too high. Yeah. Speaking of all Baylor athletics, I told my the guy I went to the this this year's national championship with we were talking football just because, and I told him, I thought we were going to win four games next year. And he was really upset, really upset. That's why you cover basketball idiot. Yeah. Four is way too high. You know me. (laughs) I'm more pessimistic than that. Do you think China spring could beat Baylor football? Yes. Firmly by like 21. 
Wow. It's an obvious joke. Stop typing. I know you're about to tweet it. Stop <laughs> typing. It's a joke. It's sarcasm. Ever heard Somebody of it? Somebody out there. Somebody yeah. out there would freak out. Like Could me, the Anchorage Bucks beat Baylor baseball? Like me, when the women's basketball team's down 22 to 3, it's three hours after the game, and I tweet, no way they're coming back from this. And all the comments, you're an idiot. Yeah. You were so wrong. It's like, I can't live. Time like stamps. I can't live like you only this have anymore. Five weeks left at Baylor. Drake. I know. Just I'm pursue st- for I haven't told. Weeks. I don't know if I've told the people. You announced something today. I'm staying in Waco. What Whoa. I know. I'm living in Waco next year. What uh, any role specifically? Oh, Can something. Said? Something's brewing. Waco Tours director. <laughs> something big is brewing. Wait, is that? Please tell me that's not why you're staying. It's in Waco. Not Waco Tours. Okay, no. Thank you. There's something else that's happening. Um, so I may be here for a couple of years. I also to distract, love to distract from that. Can you bring me back an Anchorage Bucks hat after the summer? For sure. Yeah, I, I got a lot of people that put in orders for Bucks hats. All, I will also say that China Spring Cougars, per Dave Campbell's Texas High School Football, number one high school broadcast network in the state. Thank you very Clap much. Clap it up. Clap it up. Thank you very much. Number one, numero uno. Uh, guess who's number two? Mm-hmm. Who? Don't know. Don't care. We're number one. <laughs> That's all that matters, man. That's all that I needed. Um, all right, I'm Drake Toll. It's Brandon McKinnon. Thank you for making Locked On Baylor your first listen every single day. Go check his stuff out at ourdailybears.com, odb.com. Trying to decide what to put out there next, you know? I'm pretty Welcome much the only season. active from November to now. But Welcome to the offseason. <sighs> I'm trying to see if I can nail down Jacoby or Miro for an interview. Come back tomorrow. I think tomorrow we're going to have a pretty good show, actually. I'm actually excited. I have something kind of planned that's Kim Mulkey-related because people love Kim Mulkey, apparently, or hate her. Controversy. Uh, and so come back tomorrow and see what happens. I'm Drake Toll. It's Brandon McKinnon. Thanks for making Locked On Baylor your first listen every single day. This has been Always Will Be. Come back tomorrow because Kim Mulkey is going to join the show. No, she's not. Ever. Locked well, she might. On Baylor.